0: He really tells us the story of the history but it's interesting what points he stops to emphasize because obviously when it comes to the period of the tanoim, there's a lot to know about them and we'll see that it wasn't just the dry recounting of name after name that some of the Tanoim where stops to, he digresses to tell us uh, information about them it's interesting who he chooses and what information he chooses to tell us so let's be going to look at tonight, we saw last time he began from Shimon at and he got as far as uh, the middle of the Zugas which were the pairs which preceded the tanaim. so we got as far as the story of Yana ya el and he explained that Yana started a new movement called the Karaim, which again is not something which is so clear exactly where the Qur'an began From that's the opinion of the Navy about it and then he gets the next star. Uh, so he says There were the next pair of Nasirah based in and their students and their students and here he starts to tell us a bit about Hiddel. V'ha'eh me'inin <speaking> Hiddel, May u'fursam, me'chachmasai, ma'ansan lushei. Hiddel, it's well known, fursam, he is chachma, and ansan lushei means his humility. The Gemara talks about Hiddel's middos that no one could him, and besides that, from Mizrach David, and therefore he, his becoming the Nasi, really began a certain a uh, chain in the Nasius which was father father than son. Which went on for many dairies because they had the right to speak to leadership as the descendants of Davir and Whereas before that, we find that even though there were the vim, there were the uh, Before Hillel, Shmaya, and Shimon Ben they weren't necessarily related to each other. It was just the biggest time of Khar from each and then it wasn't. weren't from the Davidic dynasty, and because they weren't from the name of David there was no reason why that would be transmitted door after door. That was why the sons would have necessarily the to replace the father. Hillel began the chain of Nasim, which lasted right until the institution of the Nassim was abolished uh, hundreds of years later. Okay? Besides that, it tells us about him Hillel lived 120 years. He had thousands of students. And even the Gemara says in Sukkah that Hillel had 80 students, so the Qadar explains that. He says his 80 students for his Prime students, his best students. When we're Farimahem, the, the ones worthy of mention out of these students that Hill had, we have 80. And he said, Shmuelim Kamilim Harim another And then he's far the Gemara. 30 of them were on the level that they were Roy, right that Teshkhinah should rest on them. And what that means is, uh, what does it mean someone is Roy, right that the Teshkhinah should rest on him? So it means that from their point of view, they had reached a level of self-affection, of self-mastery, that they would have been able to receive the Shekhinah. They didn't because they were living in a diary where there wasn't prophecy anymore. But there wasn't something lacking on their part. The Gemara says this even with Hilal himself. Had he been in a diary when they were been, he would have been right to be a Nabi. So there were 30 of them. And there were 30 of them who were in a Chachamim and they were able to make the calculations of how the solar system worked in order to know when you were allowed to make a leap month, uh, second Adar, which is always a sign of Chokhmah. Mm-hmm. The v- Eshen Benanim, as to to the lowest of the level was they were called Benanim, and obviously, even though they called Benanim, they were still the Benanim of the elite circle of the Prime Talmudim of Pirkei. He says there were thousands of others besides them. How does he know that? How does he know that there were Talmudim besides to that? Um, so <laughs> the question <laughs> Mufar so and twenty. Yeah. But he says those eighty were the Mufchar, because it came out nothing. How does he know that? So Mufarshim here make two different hashpahnis. The one was if Rabbi Akiva, who was a Talmud of a Talmud of a Talmud of Hillel, a twenty-four thousand Talmudim, so as not a hidal who was much greater, didn't have only had w- w- eighty. Yeah, as the God Ladar, as the Nasi if there were that amount of Talmudim around, there was no reason why he should have had thousands of Talmudim too. But there was the answer that, the much, we, we, that's I don't know if that's a or not a raya, but the much most of the when we talk about base hiddle, we're not talking about eighty people. It talks about l that midhogim at did and where base hiddle spread and wherever it was. And if you explaining base hidden means a top of hiddle, so we're talking about a much larger amount of people than just eighty. Especially if there's Nimnovarable. Right. So right. A right. right. So as you're saying, when we're talking about uh base Hillel and that they the the that they made and the fact that they who they married because uh, it's much more so, so the whole element of society. The of uh, so therefore, he says there were many more. Just in the Gemara, talking about the parents. Is the study you were something like theoretic or it's just something that's, that's, that's nature? Uh, there's two parts of Saudi-Ewar. There's one part of Saudi-Ewar, which is calculations. In other words, it's understanding astronomy, and therefore one could make the calculations of where each of the solar system solar bodies would be. Uh, in different times, and therefore, when when the Meshkodesh uh, would fall out and when the the seasons would fall out, that was just the uh, knowledge of the system, which was Chafmah, but the important point was Chafmah, which the non-Jewish people didn't have. I'm saying then later right. when the astronomers developed, they would know it? Uh, today they it. not Now that they have uh, space satellites and now that they have atomic clocks and now that they have all the equipment, they basically confirm it, the Torah always said. I mean, they always use there was this that what the Torah says the length of a lunar month as being 29 days, 6 hours, and many chalakim um, with the most up to date equipment that NASA has developed, uh, the, the, the way they calculate the month is I think 15 or 14 chalakim. A chalak is 1,080th one, 1, of an hour. So there's 14 chalakim different to what the Torah's share. So we're talking about it in a few seconds. And that's now using. Like I said, the most advanced uh, scientific um, okay, m- methods that they have. That they had from the beginning. It was, so that was the one. The like Gemara said it's a It was information which no one else knew, and therefore it was a proof that Kaishal had access to information which no one else could have known. And the Kuzari himself has said this before when he talks to, when he spoke previously about how much Chazal knew. So he says you can't you can't you can't blame people tend to do the Chazal knew what the science of the time knew. And therefore, since the time, science of the time was mistaken, Chazal was mistaken too. How are they not better than the scientists who are alive then? People then thought the world was that. People then thought the sun would drown the world. So I expect Chazal to know differently. This, was, this argument was brought previously in the Chazal. And his answer to that was, you see, people then didn't know how to calculate months and years and seasons, and Chazal did. And therefore, we have to say that they were privy to a knowledge which didn't come from scientific exploration. They had Qachm, which was transmitted to them, P, that was, the, that was the one part of being, the, the say Ibrahim. What does the Gemara say this with the 29 and a half? Or? It has does the Gemara make the calculations? Yeah, what does it say then? Because it's, it's an legend. Talking about all this, uh, the Ibrahim, the Tukhah, and how many days it is, and how many hours it is. All right, oh, it says that. That's yeah, all. By the time of this writing, <sighs> uh, scientists didn't know yet. Right, <laughs> for sure. Uh, for sure. I Are mean, so there other way be ways to prove that like, science was wrong and that Torah was right at that time? In the time of are the Rishonim, there were still many things that didn't know, and uh, I mean, the, if we look at Chazal, say, that uh, a lot of a lot of points which now we know are right, the science didn't have the way to prove it at that stage. Okay, that's the uh, that's the uh, the second part. Now there's another idea in the Sefer Eber also, but that's something on the Rukhni level. Um, I'm not sure that, that the Khazari had that in mind, but I know that the Mukabalin talk about a completely different concept when they talk about Selah Eber. Is not talking about math and it's not talking about calculation of mazalis. The Seida ibur uh, literally means how Akkadish like Baruch sends the Shamas down to this world. And the Ibur is Russian uh, pregnancy, like Akkad Ubar is a fetus, and therefore the Seida ibur is a system of how the Shamas uh, misabir come down to this world, and it's a field in Kabbalah. So, like I said, that's also described as being the Seida Chachmu, which only Klai Israel have, and obviously until today, only Klai Israel have, and there is understanding the Shamas and then understanding. Han work and Han come down and something called Ibrun and Gilgudim and all these things something that no one else has any clue about They don't have so They don't have Yeah, Whatever they have, they don't understand and uh, therefore there was a second sign of Raz Khakma that they understood the side of Ibrun which means they understood the side of the Neshamas but uh, whether Kazari had any man, I'm not sure but for sure that's also alluded to in the Gemara the of Seyda and something that we're going to talk about here. Either way around so and I'll in the last time of the Gemara, Godl Shabbohem, Rabbi Yenisef Benazil, Kotn Shabbohem, Rabbi Yechim Ben Zakai. And the question is, of which Bohem? And there's already the question down the Gemara and Sukkah so say, are uh, we talking of out of all 80? Which means out of all 80 Talmudim, the greatest of Yenisef Benazil, and the smallest Rabbi Yechim Ben Zakai, we're talking just about the last group, which means out of the 20 who are called the Benanim, so the Godl Shabbohem, out of those 20, was Yenisef Benazil, the Kotn Shabbohem, was Yenisef Zakai. Now, whichever Mepharash is going to, which either way one wants to learn, the, the Nafqamila is going to be where we put it in St. Benazir. Now, do we say he was the greatest of all the Tamirim of Hillel, or was the greatest of the script of the Tamirim? Either way around, Rabbi Yechim bin Zakai is going to come out at the bottom, because this was the lowest 20 of the Tamirim, and if he's the cotton, <coughs> Shabahim, it means the cotton out of all the Tamirim. What's the significance what? to mention about the being Who talk about the greatest and this, we're trying to say how great he was, right? Who cares about the Benin right now? We're talking about the greatest, or the Irish Hashanah, talk about the big ones. No, I do If that's the case, they try to be. But even the ones who call him, we're talking about a range of Yenisman, Zayel, Rebech, and Benzaka, and that's what we call Beninim. So it shows you how much greater the, the ones who are considered great than that just mentioned one. Okay, yeah, we're giving you parameters. Now, we're going to see it. We're going to bring the whole Gemara right now, and it says, on the same he, Gemara... He would have been the bottom, been the, the, the bottom of all the oh, 50,000, whatever. The, no, it, the others didn't count. We're talking about the ones that Gemara mentions. We're talking about the 80 primary Talmud. Primary yeah. means that they were the most Khashen. Those are the most Khashen. Out of that group, out of that subsection, so, the Gemara was the smallest of them. And now, yeah, the Gemara wants to give an idea of who the Gemara was, the smallest of his tall medim, and the Gemara says Amra level. Rabbi Yehuda and he's going to quote it now a word for word: Shulagi niach, mekra, mishna, Gemara, halachas, akadas v'chol midas chachon, v'chol midas seifrim. The Gemara elaborates about fifteen more things: sechas t'kodim, sechas shaydim, and the the massim. The Gemara goes through all the things that Rabbi Yehuda was a baki in, and v'chol davar v'davar shomi devertai. To summarize, anything which was a chiduk of Torah, Rabbi Yehuda was an expert. There was nothing in Shulaylam, they didn't learn it. And besides that, when you're talking about his level of, smud, um, his level of, of Midas, He never spoke Sikhas Khulil. He never left the Bayt Mejrish when someone else was still there. So he was the biggest mass midi in Bayt Mejrish. So he never fell asleep when he was learning. And he never walked four Amr's without thinking in Torah or whatever it but they might <laughs> say, Adam, Yosheva Damim, Yosheva Damim, Yosheva No one ever found him not learning. In you know, that's what Damim is saying, he can inquire without learning. And now, this is two things the Gemara doesn't say. <laughs> and no, no one else had to open the doors to his Talmidim. He was always, besides for all what he was doing, he was also always the one to, there to open the door to greet his Talmidim. And <laughs> he never said anything he didn't hear uh, from his teachers. So this is the smallest stuff he does me. What are the greatest he does talmidim? We can imagine what, what what more than that is there. You have a bigger mass than a person who never spoke to was never not learning, he never walked far without learning. Uh, what, what what's the next step? How is it possible that he was the biggest and nobody else? He never left anybody else in the bais then how, how would they give him as that? Right. It's uh, uh, okay. It's okay. yeah, in different place measures. I do else to say. But it, uh, uh, and then also, we're talking about the range of what he needs. then again, it's, it's, it's presenting us with something which we don't, we can't understand more than that. Because remember, we're talking about Atana. And for sure, what is greater than that? We don't really have a saga so what's greater than that. But the interesting point is like this. And that is, and Zakai with all his greatness, was the smallest of his But Lemaise, Abiyag al was the God-Ladar of the next door. We don't even know the names of the other HaTamil of Hilah. We know maybe three, maybe four names of Hilah's direct Talmudim. Besides, yes, the Benazir of the Qumara quotes. A few people, Agab, we know that the Talmudim of Hilah is okay. Now, this, aren't even mentioned. And therefore, the the side we see here, and this is some important, interesting principle, and that is that the person Hashem chooses to be the Mani-Gadar is labdaft with the biggest Talmud HaTamil of It doesn't have to be like that. We see a uh, uh, case in point, you see where and The Gemara calls him the smallest of Hilal's Tammidim, but yet he was the one after the uh, of Hidal who took the leadership. He became the one who made the decisions for Yisrael. This is part of the Khashban that Kaddish Barakal has, who he decides he wants to be the Manik. And nabdaq was the biggest Tammil Um There were other examples of that too, examples from the Gemara itself. For example, Rabir al-Nasi, he was a leader of the Jewish people, and he said himself, if Avnasana Bavli would come to Israel, I would really have to step down for him, because he's a bigger time in than me. Now, we know Avnasana Bavli a few times in the Mishnah mentions Avnasana, but he definitely didn't play a central role in any way like Rav Bavli did. And again, it's, 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 it's the same thing. The Gemara says, Rav Nasi held that Rav Brabiyosi was bigger than him. It's my first Shri But service. But Rav was a was, of course, of tremendous stature. He wasn't the leader of Qad Yisrael. Rabbi do was. Yeah. So we see a similar principle, and that is the nasius or the leadership, yeah. isn't necessarily goes to the person who begs the biggest talent the Kachim, but you know, there are other qualities, because if Barakha decides who he's going to choose as a leader. Did not remember Shapiro say that if Rav Kavir was alive nowadays, he wouldn't be the Monarch of the He wasn't a Nazi. A Nazi was the nasi. The nasi was Hidal's son, the first Roman Gabriel, the he's called. But the most Rav Yehuda Zak might be the Nazi. Rav Yehuda Zak was the one who was making the decisions for Galil Israel. It was his decision what to do in Yerushalayim. It was his decision to save Yavne. It was his decision. He was the he was the God Lador, even if he wasn't officially the Nazi Lador. Okay, so that's a, a side point. Now his time his time was the Zer Rav Yehuda He also lived 120 years, and as fascinatingly, in the uh, Talmud, the Gemara says that out of the 120 years, I'm squaring the Gemara. Like says, 40 years he was a businessman, 40 years he learned, and 40 years he taught which means like Rabbi Yaqiva, Rabbi Yaqim Ben-Zakai only started learning at the age of 40 and it doesn't say he was but it says he he did business for 40 years, and then 40 years he learned, and then 40 years he taught so all this learn, all this greatness he only achieved later in that Ben-Zakai Rabbi Ben-Zakai, he was the god in the time of the Khurban, as is famous from the stories he was the one who met, who met the Emperor Vespasian. Now, Umi of Rabbi Razza, Rabbi Hurkunos. He had two main Talmidab. The first, he had five, really, the mission says, but one to know best, are Rabbi Razza, Rabbi Hurkunos, that's Rabbi Liyazah, Gadol. She actually Pirkei Rabbi Liyazah before Samuel. He was the one who wrote the famous say for Rabbi Liyazah. But al-Bufna, and I don't know which Pirkei Rabbi Liyazah he had. The Pirkei Rabbi Liyazah we had doesn't discuss this at all. The Pirkei DeRabbi Eliezer we have is a Musa It has midrashim about the obvious and about the Mitraim and whatever it is. But something which talks about and Midas which means the size of the planets and how the, how work around the world, everything which is Mufra and Kacham Zakechavim, it's a different Pirkei DeRabbi We don't we don't have the Sefer. When, when it says when it says I never told them to leave the base Medrash, so the Gemara says Rabbi Kiva on Erpesah told everybody to go. Is that is that is that a is that like a in Rabbi Kiva? Yeah, the Gemara says it. The Gemara says that Rabbi Akiva never taught me to be the worst except for her from Kiva in the So it was a different time in the Arab Paisach I can understand, because Rabbi mm-hmm. Akiva still lived in the town of Asimigdash, so mm-hmm. he could be a enemy, he looked up in the Korban Paisach, so they weren't there. But Shlankar, Rabbi Akiva lived afterwards, so by him he told them to go home to eat matzah. Mm-hmm. And was he I was he supposed to do that. Rabbi Akiva says he was the, the carrier of the Arab
1: That was 60 years
0: later. Our was sixty years after the Okay, the Beitir was the rebellion of Beitir was sixty years there. Right? and this is something which it's not clear exactly what the makor uh, of the of the rabbi levi is for this. Umitalmidav. Another one of the talmidim of Rabbi Yochem and Zakei was Rabbi Shmuel ben Yishka and Gadu. Ura Rabbi Shmuel shalai chodesh yirat chodesh Rabbi Shmuel va'koras pni ve'maisimir kav. He was someone who understood the master of The others said the same. On either side of the Merachim, Ad Shai Arayi A we know the famous story in Rechel's brothers for Omer, Kamaras Tichnasti La'fay V'Difnim, Parisiya Kasruka Karchim S'vokus, which means he had some kind of vision which was similar to Einu Now we know that that was Rabbi Shmuel Kagan Gadol, but the question is, where really did he get it from that he was a Talmud of Rabbi Yochem and Zaka? That's not so, that's not so clear, but that's what he says. And we that the other Talmud, which is famous of Rabbi Yechim is Rabbi She's and I not want to go into details about it, but that was the famous fight between the Nazi and Rabbi Yishu, That basically got Rabbi Gamliel deposed temporarily as a Nazi. Rabbi 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 so he told us about the Chachamim of the third Order of the Noah in the Tamil of Rebbech and Of the eight other dairies, Zurus, besides for these two who are more famous, Zurus Hamanachachomim, Zurus Akonim, and Ravim, which hosted Terasim and Nassim, besides for hundreds of other Chachomim, and the still of West Windershad. So at the, the time of the Khan and Ravim, who were always there in terror, they passed Koshim and Sanhedrin, and Chachmasim, we also had the Sanhedrin, which was 70 Chachamim who b'mayim b'monde b'mirav b'muover, and they were decided in all the positions. So in other words, there was still an active the Sanhedrin besides for the Tanoim. We don't know the names of all the Chachamim in the Sanhedrin, but there were there were seventy Tanoim who were in Sanhedrin. So you see, there were Shiv and scribes who were decided to appoint the other Tanoim to the every position they had. And after the seventy who were the leaders in the sederin, the, after the mayors, hundreds of people and they went to the level of sederin the but they were talmidim in the religion. we call them the There were the And he says, He says because it, it's always going to be that we within a system you have a certain percentage to get to a certain level, which means you have to be many more on a lower level. And therefore, if you have 70 people on the level of the Sinebna it must be there must be hundreds of people on a lower level who these were there, feed into that. Right. And uh, it's always like that. The gemara says, Ben-Nagshul Ba'ulam, Elif Nithnaqsul and Mane the mission and Mane Nithnaqsul Na'Khayda, and one is Nithnaqsul Na'Khayda, which means there's always a system that, besides whoever is at the top of the pyramid, there are many more people on level, whatever level underneath which are which build up, so to speak, the strata of the Alam Okay, so that's what he said about the Dar of Rabbi Yochem and Zakai and the Talmudim. And those Talmudim were greater than the 70? No, the 70 were the greatest. So there was Sanhedrin. Right, and then the Talmudim who were less than Now, the I mean, Akhar I again... Mean, I'm sorry, I mean the Talmudim of Rabbi Yochem and Zakai meaning Rabbi Shemol and... and Rabbi Shemol and... Then uh, uh, the other was we don't could be? During, during the time Sorry. the third order of the Now the next door. He says, Rabbi Akiva, That is And very interesting what he says about Rabbi Akiva. Rabbi Akiva got to a level of greatness in Torah that was close to being a navi. Until he could access the spiritual world, even without being a novi, kasha omra love and the parthis, and that's what it says about him that he's the which means he went into a dimension of ruchnias which he could interact with. Now there were four of them. Echad hitis for one one the first shacham uh, where he saw he died from it that was shem ben zay. Echad hichteh uh, for shem ben zay that affected his mind. Echad hitis for kitzas like myself was the one who died is The the intensity. I a spiritual world, Pash drews the up it. That's why he died. Uh, that was from Shemin Azir, This is an interesting kidish. But the Gemara says that the ben Zayma it was Rava Nifka. The mashmolas But the way that the Kuzari explains it is that the so, so to speak, the understanding of the spiritual world was too much for his mind to take. So then you couldn't relate to things here anymore. a little bit We couldn't. We couldn't relate to people after that. That means that people couldn't heal him? Or they couldn't yeah, he couldn't relate to them. He couldn't, uh, we couldn't talk, deal with people that. Because he, that he was still holding in this or virtual It was too realm. intense for him, whatever it was. No, it doesn't say that. He says that, uh, that got to the stage where uh, the awareness of something else, he couldn't relate back here, which is crappy. this was the Jaffodite. I got this idea is completely foreign because you see in Melachim. More than once, the title that people use for the Navi was HaMeshuggah. Al- when uh, Elisha sent one of the Navim to be the, to be Yehu as a king, so he called out to tell him his message, and also Yehu came back, that people asked him, ha- as Why well, they call the Navi the Meshuggah? He was a great person. And what? The answer is he couldn't relate to people in the same way. Somebody who is on the level of Navuh, and he relates to Rukhni, uh, it would change the way he relates to other people. So and, today, Second person. The third one, Vashlishi, Hipsi, the Maisim, if Naji Hishke, And why did Elisha, when Nahu Akher, Kittis, Benitius, he went to the Derek from seeing the spiritual world, why would that happen to him? So again, the Kazari is a very interesting take on that. And he says, because he thought, now that I've gotten to this level of Rukhnias, I don't need to do Maisim anymore. And as the point of doing physical mitzvahs, whatever it is, is in order to connect to. To a spiritual thing. But now that I'm i connected to the spiritual world. So I'm alay don't the mais. The point of doing mais is to bring me to the level of rukhness. And if I got and I already got there, but I guess don't have to worry about doing the mais. Uh I got to the the point where the Maysim mitras are meant to bring me to, which is obviously wrong. And therefore Venef sad said co not doing the mitras because he thought he didn't have to. To that. He called other people who mm. learned from his bad examples, go off the direct of too. But oh, he went astray, he he brought other people astray as well. That's a very, very big khiddush in akhir. In other words, obviously he's trying to be done in some way, the kapsos, but it's a very big khiddush, because the of the Gemara, isn't that he didn't do mitzvahs? The of the Gemara, is he did a veris, and serious errors too. Yeah, I told you something that I down. said that, the Gemara said, no? So uh, uh, the mashmas is that it wasn't just a thing that he told him, on such a high ma'amir, 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 I don't have to do, do mitzvahs anymore. I mean, just one of the things the Gemara says is he was riding a horse on Shabbos. And uh, that's the that's khil Shabbos. So it's not going really sure show I don't have to do mitzvahs. So it was much worse than that. Suddenly, the Gemara says that he was, uh, he went into Chachm Yavanis, and he, he took on he, into Greek philosophy. He was most of to to kill. There were a lot of things he I mean, I was, did wrong. mostly told used to hear right. Um. So a lot of things he did wrong. It wasn't just about that he felt he was too holy to do mitzvahs. But, okay, maybe that's where it started from. Oh, yes. Did you say that? that, that can you say what the last three words... Maybe. If you're trying to me what he says, what then, the right. effect of the... Of that's single that, that was, we'll a, that was then, the start. And then, right. And then, then, then the start for there, but hit yeah. And it went off. Doesn't the Gemara say that he saw a kid fall off a ladder doing shaluk hakan, being told by his father to do shaluk hakan? Yes. Isn't that why he went off? That attitude. That wouldn't be enough by itself. So this, is a, this was the beginning. Right. Uh, now, the last one, Rav Kiva whereas Rav Yaqibah was able to combine both the worlds without affecting him anyway Rav Yaqibah was able to combine both worlds without effecting him anyway Rav was able to have the Shkina rest in the Kamesh Rabbeinu and the It wasn't a time when Hashimah was going to give a the Shkina but the possibility of Shkina was there when he... Was getting killed, he asked him at the time to say Krishma. And as what which is the famous story we all know, with one big chidish of the Kazan. We all know, Rabbi saying Echod, and it was <laughs> looking for the whole opportunity. And with, uh, now, the question is, and um, uh, that's uh, that's that's what the Qazari adds over here, it says mm-hmm. he asked this Talmudim if he gives man Kriya The Gemara doesn't say that. The Gemara's what says is he said Shema to Shemaim when he was dying. It wasn't to me, it's the Mitzvah of Kriya And uh, therefore, it's it's standard in the literature of the Akronim that Yidnu Gabdi La'azakir Sashem said Shema. Even if it's not dying to the in the hospital also, someone's passing away. They say, Shema, there's nothing to do with my creation, it's not to be Yates of the Mitzvah. It's to die, me to be Mikabal Al Makhashemite. And Pashal, what Rabbi Kiva wanted as well. He said, When I'll be Mikabal Al Makhashemite, behold, 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 now she's a. It's not because he was being yet to the creation, they said. It's, a, it's an interesting Kiddush, like Azari adds, if he wanted to say, if, if, he, if he wanted to know, if he could be saying Shema like that as well. Maybe it means Is Krishna because, and when you talk about the Dalai so His Talmud were not better than him. Mm-hmm. Oh, I understand. Why is he the only one that... There's interesting, again, the, the stories that he chose to focus on, about each, each of the Talmud, but uh, obviously he wants to show how great they were, and uh, this, so uh, uh, this was the story he showed the greatness of Rabbi Akiva. I would have thought there's a better story to bring. It's what the story that Moshe Rabbeinu says about Marbanachus that he knows so much he gave it to me, it that's, it, that's not what he chose to bring. It's the, it's the story he brings about Rabbi Akiva is the story that he died like a shashe, which is here. Yeah, a uh, reason for that also.